Hello and welcome to the Everything's Black White podcast with me, Newcastle United editor Aaron Stokes. And we're here to talk a little bit about Sandro Tonali. Now, it's been a very, very quiet international break so far. I can't believe that it's only Friday and we've still got another week to go. But we obviously heard on Thursday night the news about Sandro Tonali being released from international duty well ahead of schedule. He's been allowed to return to Newcastle. Uh, he'll play no part in Italy's games against Malta and England due to the fact that he has been quizzed by police or the Turin Public Prosecutor's Office um, as they investigate an alleged betting probe. Now, I just want to start this off by saying we're recording this about quarter to two on Friday afternoon. If you're watching this on YouTube or listening on the podcast at a little bit of a later date, the information may have changed. But I'm going to try and sum up what we know so far about Sandro Tonali. And I just want to start this podcast and this video off by saying we don't yet know whether Sandro Tonali is being accused of anything. We don't know if he's actually been involved in anything illegal. He may, for all we know, just be part of the investigation. He may be helping the authorities but the fact that he's been released a week early by Italy clearly means that he's a person of interest as they investigate um, whether anything illegal has taken place. Now, before we talk about Sandro Tonali, I want to just give a little bit of context for this video and talk about a different player, a Juventus player by the name of Nicolo Fagioli. Now, this player, um, a young midfielder, has been handed himself in this week to authorities and admitted... Um, gambling on an illegal platform in Italy. Now, gambling isn't illegal in Italy, but if you're using an illegal platform, it certainly is. There's only a, a certain amount of apps and websites you can actually use to, to gamble legally in the country. And it goes without saying that obviously footballers and, and players can't bet on anything or any competition that they're involved in or that their friends or anything are involved in. It's a blanket ban in Italy that if you're a player, you cannot bet on... Um, Italian competitions, FIFA competitions, UEFA competitions, which we believe this probe is looking into. Now, this Juventus player handed himself in. His lawyers have already spoken out about how he's cooperating with their investigation. Italian media reporting that this probe that's been investigated by the authorities has already involved 12 players in Italy. Um, some of them, obviously, like Tonali and Zanioli, who was also released from Italy duty, they have obviously left Serie A. They're not currently playing in the Italian league. They're now playing in the Premier League, but they're still being in, you know, being investigated as part of this um, ongoing probe. Now, it all started on Thursday afternoon when Tonali and Zanioli were pulled out of um, Italy training uh, in a camp near Florence. Uh, they were investigated or quizzed by the Turin Public Prosecutor's Office. Um, there's photos of them stood with Gianluigi Buffon, who's sort of the um, you know, sort of the liaison officer now for the Italian national team. Um, now, there's different versions of what has been said about this. Some people are saying that they've been quizzed um, by the authorities as part of, you know, the, the illegal betting scandal. Some of them are saying that it maybe wasn't as serious as first made out and that they were just merely answering a few questions. Italy came out straight away and released a statement last night on Thursday saying... Um, the Federation can communicate that in the late afternoon today, the Turin Public Prosecutor's Office notified the investigation documents to Sandro Tonali and Nicolo Zaniolo, currently training with the national team at the technical centre of Coversiano. Regardless of the nature of the acts, believing that this is in the situation, the two players are not in the necessary condition to face the commitments scheduled in the next few days. That would be the game against Malta and against um, England. The Federation has then, therefore, decided to allow the return to the club's um, 
which means Tonali and Zaniolo will both return to Newcastle and Aston Villa, respectively. Now, about an hour ago, as I said, we're recording this at Friday, quarter to two, about an hour ago, there was a report in um, an Italian publication that suggests that Tonali and Zaniolo have both admitted to their family that they have been involved in gambling when it comes to poker and blackjack, but they're denying all allegations that they've bet on any football matches or that they're involved in this um, investigation that is currently taking a look in a football betting in Italy. Now, as I say, that's just been reported by um, one or two outlets in Italy. We don't have that information confirmed um, here at Chronicle Live, but it does look like um, already, you know, the sort of defences or the the excuses or the or the statements are starting to come out from the two players that are involved. Um, maybe that they're going to protest their innocence. Now, it's a very, very murky situation. Italy in the past and Italian football has been marred by scandal after scandal when it comes to either the match-fixing scandal or, you know, even in the last couple of years, there's been drug scandals. And um, only last week, Paul Pogba was being accused of potentially doping, um, although he has denied those allegations. The betting scandal, as I say, is nothing new to Italy. The as such, the the um, punishment can be quite severe. Um, we're already learning that you know if Nicolo Fagioli is found guilty of uh, betting on illegal platforms, which he has been accused of, he could face a ban of up to three years. Um, he could also face a fine of up to €25,000. Now, the Italian Sporting Code states this, it is against the rules to place or take bets directly or indirectly on events organised by the Italian Federation, FIFA or UEFA. Now, paragraph three of that article, to get all technical with you, states that anybody who violates that code will be at risk of a three-year ban, but the sanction can be minimised if they seek a plea deal or cooperate with the investigation. And Article 126 states that a ban could be reduced by 50% if a player helps the investigation come to a close. Now, what to simplify that, it means Italian players, if they're found guilty, can receive a three-year ban if they have been involved in match-fixing or betting on games that they've been involved in. They can have that ban significantly reduced if they cooperate, which is maybe why we've seen Fagioli go to the authorities this week, off his own back and, and sort of offer his side of the story. Now, lots of people on social media will be asking, can Sandro Tonali be banned for Newcastle United, even though this alleged activity will have taken place when he was an AC Milan player? Now, there is actually an update on that, and I'm just trying to find it in this article here. It says, this is again predominantly being reported in the Italian media, they say that any band could be worldwide, um, despite Tonali having obviously played football in Italy as until this summer. Apparently, if a ban is issued by Italian authorities, the case will be presented to the National Federal Court first before a request is made to extend that sentence, sentence to competitions authorised by FIFA and UEFA if it goes to trial, which means Italy and Italian um Federations can ask for that ban to be transferred to a worldwide ban, not just an Italian football ban, which would obviously see Sandro Tonali banned from playing in the Premier League. Now that, again, as, as I want to stress, is we're, we're a long way off that um, potential possibility. You know, as, as I say, Sandro Tonali may return to Newcastle and it may all prove to be a massive misunderstanding. As I've said, it's already been reported in two Italian circles that um, the two players involved were simply betting on um, blackjack and poker, which, as we say, is, is their reported um, defence. 
So it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens over the next couple of days. As I said, two o'clock on Friday, we're still sort of learning the information. It's gathering pace very, very quickly, as you can imagine. Um, but I think we are going to have to wait for more um, information. We we expect Luciano Spalletti, the Italian manager, to speak about it over the weekend um, when he is interviewed around those Italy games. Tonali himself, I wouldn't be surprised if he and Zanoliolo put out a statement in the next couple of days to try and clarify their position on the situation. It's a very fast-moving situation, um, you know, information that is, you know, yet to be verified and is flying in from all angles, but it does seem like Sandro Tonali is going to launch a defence um, if indeed he is accused of being as part of this um, probe that has been launched by Italian police. I appreciate I've just thrown a lot of information at you there. I, I, we will have more across the weekend as we come. I'm sure there will be more um, information to come, but that is what we have as of about 24 hours after the story broke. Um, as I say, I'm sure we'll have more podcasts and more videos on this over the next couple of weeks. We'll also have more articles um, whenever there is any updates on our Chronicle Live website. Thank you very much for watching this video um, or tuning into this audio podcast, and we'll speak to you very, very soon.